From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. And yes, I am your baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks, also your tour guide through the wackadoodle world of Joe Biden's America. And, well, the hits just keep on coming. We are essentially 24 hours post-speaker uh, Mike Johnson's election, and already, you know, the usual suspects saying the usual things, blah, blah, blah. And I'll get into that in just a moment, but uh, if you want to contact us, just simply send an email to inblackandright at gmail.com or check out our website, inblackandright.net. Uh, this coming weekend, um, the website will be going through updates uh, because I've been out of it for the last few weeks due to uh, medical reasons, but we are slowly but surely getting ourselves back on track and looking to finish 2023 uh, strong. And I'm looking forward to that. And also, you know, subscribe to our podcast. Uh, we can be found on all podcast platforms, big, small, and in between. Uh, just type in In Black and Write, or my name, Jerry Brooks, J-E-R-R-Y-B-R-O-O-K-S. And uh, subscribe, follow us, and get notified when new episodes are uploaded. And hopefully next week we'll also be back doing uh, the video version uh, looking forward to doing that, but uh, yep, it's pretty. It's a pretty interesting news day. Now, of course, yesterday we had the historic election of Mike Johnson from Louisiana as the Speaker of the House, and I did talk about him a bit yesterday on, on yesterday's uh, episode. Uh, but he's a good man. He is respected by many. Nobody in the Republican conference opposed him, which was a real head-scratcher to me because that meant people like Kevin McCarthy and Patrick McHenry and many of McCarthy uh, disciples and acolytes voted for him. Um, I'm like, wow. I mean, that was pretty mind-blowing to me. Uh, he got 220 votes and no dissensions. I'm like, man, oh man. <laughs> that, that was really, really bonkers to me. But hey, we got a guy and who is a true conservative. He is America first. And so many endorsements, I guess, if you want to call it that, came from the mainstream media talking about how he's too conservative, he's a MAGA extremist, uh, he votes wrong on so many issues, and blah, blah, blah. Which tells me quite clearly that this is the man 
for the job right now because we have real issues, real things that need to go on. And we need to get pretty much, now that the whole chaos and the revenge porn and you know, and the infighting, the circular firing squads are now done because we now have a speaker, we're getting to work. And the cool part is, you know, I will pretty much tell all my friends who are people of faith, please keep Mike Johnson in your prayers. I believe he is, that God put him there. And I know that's going to make some people just go, what? God raises up leaders and takes others out. He is a principled man, Mike Johnson. He's an honest man. He, he will deal with you straight. Even if you disagree with him, he will deal with you straight, according to many uh, people who have really sung his praises, even some Democrats, even though they're just going with the DNC talking points and the onslaught that's going to go on against Mike Johnson, a good man, a godly man, a principled man. Yeah, keep that, keep him in your prayers because I'm certainly going to because this is the type of leadership we need right now. And this is just insane. But sort of the behind the scenes sort of stuff, I thought, you know, how on earth did it get to this point where you actually had a speaker designate and one on the first ballot on the floor? So interestingly enough, this morning, on Steve Bannon's war room, uh, Congresswoman Nancy Mace of South Carolina, who is not exactly a favorite of MAGA and America First, but she gave a lot of the behind the scenes, you know, sort of sausage making and what happened that got Mike Johnson to the point where he is now the new Speaker of the House. But I'll let Congresswoman Mace uh pretty much tell you some of the things that happened, uh, especially with McCarthy. Can you hear me? I, oh. My connection. Can you hear me okay, yeah. Steve? Yeah. Yeah, we hear you perfectly. You're coming in. You look great. You sound great. Just let it rip. Okay, good. Well, this almost, I just want to be clear, and I think Matt Gates verified this yesterday, this almost didn't happen because the disgraced former speaker, Kevin McCarthy, every time someone ascended, he would knife them in the back and they, and they couldn't become speaker. But thank God... We have now Mike Johnson, who is a strong conservative, a man of faith, and someone who's going to work hard. And guess what? He's not a part of the establishment. He's not a part of one of K Street's favorites, right? And he's going to come under fire over the next few days and appreciate your wishes and well wishes and, and prayers for him because he's going to need it. We, we, we're changing the direction and the trajectory of Washington. And it's not easy. This point up until this point has been very difficult the last three weeks, but the eight of us and others held the line and we got us to where we are today. And this is a new direction, a new day for America. I, I want to talk about that new direction, but I need this audience to understand because they don't quite understand the viciousness 
of how intense these fights are behind the scenes. When you say McCarthy and his followers are trying to knife people in the back, just walk us through for a second, because I want to have the audience appreciate how hard this is. The political, you know, profiles and courage of you and others has stepped up here. But just walk us through how it was all unmasked the other night. Well, it's all been orchestrated. This thing didn't need to last for three weeks. So the first thing that McCarthy and his allies did was prolong it and delay it and recess us and adjourn us every time they possibly could to to drag this thing out and make it as painful as possible for the eight of us who held the line and kicked McCarthy out of the speakership. That's number one. Number two, there was a, a concerted and orchestrated effort at the hand of McCarthy that every time someone ascended, they got knifed in the back, including America's favorite Republican congressman in Jim Jordan. I mean, our conference couldn't even elect the, the, the best and favorite congressman in this country, Jim Jordan, because of what McCarthy and his allies were doing behind the scenes and orchestrating his failure. And he did it not once, not twice, but three times. And finally, we were able to unmask what he was doing earlier this week. And at one point, Kevin McCarthy had multiple outbursts speaking at the conference. Okay, sorry, there were technical difficulties uh, during that interview, but I think Nancy Mace made it quite clear. Kevin McCarthy is a swamp creature. He is the disgraced former speaker. And Nancy Mace is one of the grade eight who kicked McCarthy out. And, uh, and now, after three weeks of infighting and everything else, now we have Mike Johnson as the new speaker. And this is making... I, I love how the mainstream media is completely melting down and losing it over a guy like uh, Mike Johnson. Now, I went through a little bit yesterday of, of who he is and how he came to be. Now, <laughs> I think of the saying that others... Some seek greatness, others have greatness thrust upon them. And Mike Johnson is the latter. Uh, he was considered, you know, sort of a backbencher. He is a constitutional lawyer, uh, served in the Louisiana legislature, has argued cases before the Louisiana Supreme Court, so on and so forth. He sits on the uh, Judiciary Committee uh, along with Matt Gates. Jim Jordan apparently was his mentor, and I'm just going, wow, okay, this is pretty dang cool. Uh, you know, so yes, you've got these people in D.C., uh, in the Republican establishment, because Mike Johnson has, has only been there since 2016, so he hasn't had that much of an opportunity to just uh, be a part of the, uh, I guess, the establishment and everything like that. Um, so crazy. Absolutely, absolutely insane. 
what this prolonged and unnecessarily prolonged uh, speaker's fight, but at least it's now over. So now we hopefully will get back on track and getting everything done. Let's see. Now, of course, big news yesterday, huge news out of Maine, Lewiston, Maine, where a man named Robert Card went into a restaurant, uh, apparently looks like what he's got is some type of semi-automatic, like an AR-15, now, and killed at least 18 people uh, at a restaurant in Lewiston, Maine. And right now, the he is still on the loose. There is a huge manhunt throughout the entire state of Maine uh, to get this guy, but we don't really know why he did what he did. But, uh, of course, when you have another mass casualty incident like this, and yes, the guy has a gun, uh, an, an AR-15, some type of semi-automatic uh, weapon, and did this kind of damage. I mean, 18 people at least are dead, dozens injured. And, of course... What does the left and the media do? Scream gun control. And they've been doing that ever since this happened. So, yeah. But <laughs> what we have here, this is another prime example of we don't have a gun problem. We have a mental health problem severely emotionally and mentally unbalanced people with firearms committing heinous crimes and yeah and plus we also have a moral problem we have gotten so far off as a culture and as a society you know, people with guns who are not exactly the, you know, they're, they, they're a four-cylinder engine with three working cylinders. And yet, how could we identify these people? There is no magic gun law, no gun control law, federal or on the state level that could have stopped this. It hasn't stopped it and proven time and time and time again. Lewiston, Maine, this guy with an AR-15 or some type of semi-automatic rifle. You had the Nashville school, that the Nashville school shooter, the Christian school. And apparently this was done by someone who it was who was trans and yeah, but we can't say that you know we can't bring that up as a pertinent fact of the case I mean my gosh this is insane 
this uh, this is just one more example of why gun sales in this country ha are at record levels because we with a defunded police especially if you live in a major urban area people are going people are and have been buying firearms and especially the two fastest growing demographics when it comes to gun sales are women and minorities yep that's exactly what's going on and yet here we have this guy in maine you know just walks into a public restaurant and just starts bum, 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 and killing people left and right you know now and and somehow he is still on the loose uh i mean i pray that the that law enforcement finds this guy real quick and so he doesn't do anything else uh to harm people but folks i mean this is bad enough okay looking at this latest mass uh massacre i should say a mass massacre not a mass shooting it's a mass massacre but now take this situation and apply it to what's going on right now uh, with pro Hamas pro-palestinian pro-terrorists in all over the world not just in this country and not just on college campuses it is absolutely just wackadoodle on steroids and i found a few stories today that i was scanning you know doing my show prep on my favorite news sites and i'm just going holy crap this is just insane i mean let's start for an as an example from revolver news um headline pro-palestinian mob takes over the street and swarms elderly driver in minneapolis hmm that's ilhan omar country if i'm not mistaken so yeah you ha i'm looking at this and there is uh a video of it uh current a tweet uh currently on x uh from a journalist named colin rugg r-u-g-g and this is just looking at just the picture and apparently the video of this was released by the organizer of this madness a guy named zach metzger whoo and he's encouraging people to find this guy you know now it's been deleted uh off of x but my gosh people th this is just one example of 
what happens when you this is a consequence of a lot of illegal immigration yes you can call me a xenophobe you can call me whatever you want but how did we get to this place where pro-palestinian pro-hamas people are taking over not just college campuses but streets in major american cities huge protest in new york thousands of tens of thousands of people in london i think it was like 50,000 on that hamas day of rage which happened to have taken place on friday the 13th of all days you had protests pro hamas pro palestinian uh protest in new york and everywhere everywhere i did the story of a young man who works for charlie kirk's turning point usa in skokie illinois who was attacked by pro hamas pro-palestinian supporters defending an elderly jewish couple who were going to a pro-israel event that was taking place there in skokie we, we've got that going on now here's i mean these people are nuts they're nuts case in point cooper union college in new york city which is an arts and engineering school jewish students jewish students were uh, had to shelter in the college library because a group of pro-hamas pro-palestinian supporters were banging on the locked door of the library you know wanting in uh looking at this story um by uh, a gentleman named lewis keen uh for forward which is an independent jewish news news site and i i want to just read the first couple of paragraphs quote from the story a number of jewish students at cooper union college in manhattan said they feared for their safety wednesday when pro-Palestinian protesters banged on the locked door of the library where they were sheltered, sheltering and chanted, globalize the intifada. Now, a quote from one of the students. I really truly believe they would have done physical assault if they came in, uh, said one of the students, a first year speaking on the condition of anonymity out of security concerns for me it was like how could it get to this point quote unquote well here's how i guess i've seen it in i've never seen anti-semitism at this level but this is pretty much i consider the last days and yes there will be i mean the the mask is off the jig is up they're not hiding it anymore anything that has to deal with israel having the right to exist and defend itself 
against its enemies and they and their enemies are literally all around them all around them and and these people are like well it's you know i mean we saw i mean if you saw what happened last week rashida talib and the rest of her witches coven had these apparently supposedly uh jewish uh students protesting at the u.s capitol yeah sure they were all jewish they were all students and they're screaming for a ceasefire and taking over the capital now rashida talib led an actual insurrection not this other crap like january 6th no these people were just unhinged totally unhinged and so was talib same with ilhan omar she won't denounce this stuff none of the squad will aoc won't corey bush won't ayanna presley won't these are messed up women just frankly i think evil because if you're not going to condemn a group like hamas which has committed some of the most evil demonic horrendous and heinous acts when you burn babies decapitate babies shoot babies you're not human you are nothing more than a rage driven soulless animal okay period hamas is a terrorist organization and anybody who is going to support hamas uh via the palestinians i have no time for you i think you've aligned yourself with evil and you can get all you can rage on and get all mean and drop f-bombs and flip me the bird you can do whatever the heck you want but i'm calling you out i'm definitely calling you out because this is messed up people this is messed up i mean it's bad enough i mean my goodness now <laughs> now here's something that i find interesting from revolver news uh headline guy named samir brutally rapes two defenseless elderly women ages 93 and 95 in france now you've already had in france on the day of rage from hamas a school teacher in france who was attacked by a jihadist stabbed and killed you've got a whole bunch of anti-semitism going on in france in paris this is just sick i mean they're both they they're both dead dead okay <clears throat> these two elderly women brutalized by this uh samir uh, you know not only does he get um two counts of sexual assault he now probably gets two counts 
of manslaughter because both women died. We in this country better wake the heck up. We've already had the FBI and counterterrorism folks talk about potential attacks by terrorists in the same vein as 9-11. And when you look at the 8 to 10 million or more, I think it's more to be perfectly honest, people who have come into this country, especially as of late, from nations in the Middle East, in Africa, that have terrorist groups and terrorist activity. And we've just let them on in. We don't vet them. We don't do anything. And for the ones that we've captured who are on the terror watch list, we have zero clue. Homeland Security and Border Patrol has zero clue how many of these people have actually their gotaways. They just came in, never got caught or anything. And, you know, we, we have sleeper cells in this country. We do. Every single person that I listen to who are experts in counterterrorism, yeah, we have sleeper cells. So do not be surprised, my friends, uh, what's going on. Do not be surprised. Now, it, it gets even crazier. Just one more example. In the Republic of South Africa, you have this guy, Julius Malema, president of the Economic Freedom Fighters, which is the third largest political party in South Africa, and said that Hamas, quote unquote, has done nothing wrong and that the terrorist organization should shoot to kill, quote unquote, Israeli citizens. This is nuts. This is global, folks, not just in Israel, not just in Europe, but now you've got a country like South Africa with people who are buying into this. And now Marjorie Taylor Greene has filed a resolution to censure Rashida Tlaib for her anti-Israeli remarks, for her speaking to these protesters and encouraging them to protest in the Capitol and leading an actual insurrection. Folks, it's, in some ways, I, I pray that we can turn this around, but there's also a part of me that believes we're too late. These people have just gone full-blown at warp speed, just going after the United States, attacking our greatest ally in the Middle East. We have a, we have a definite uh, interest, a national security interest with Israel, but not one bit for Ukraine. And what really blows my mind about Ukraine, um, one thing that I'm just loving is now that Slovakia, 
I mean, not really what you would call a big country, but the new president, uh, I'm sorry, the new prime minister of Slovakia has, and he's a populist, um, and he's ending all military aid to Ukraine and that Russia and the U.S. must agree on peace terms. Oh, man. Now, this is certainly uh, echoing a lot of the sentiment that's going on in Europe, especially Eastern Europe. Uh, Poland isn't giving Ukraine any more aid. Slovakia is not. And we're just trying to get you know, we're trying to stop it here in the United States. And yet, we've had it. We've already given them $115 billion, and yet they're going to do whatever they possibly can, the Biden regime, to give more money laundering money for Zelensky and his oligarch friends in the Ukraine. Because we've had no accountability no sort of audit. Where is this money going? Who's getting it? Who's skimming it off the top? So we've got a lot to deal with. And hopefully Speaker Johnson uh, will, and apparently he's focusing on the debt and spending, inflation, and securing the border are his priorities. And I say, go get him, Mr. Speaker. And on that note, I'm going to call it a day today. I want to thank you for listening. Uh, we will. I'm looking forward to being back tomorrow with WTF Friday, which has been away for a few weeks. Looking forward to that. So, my friends, just take care of yourselves. Have yourself a great Thursday. I will see y'all tomorrow. And until then, as always, patriots come in all colors.